This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He spends all of his fall and winter at Arrowhead. In Arrowhead, Jiha, Kiha, whatever stadium. <laughs> and is plugged into the Chiefs like no one else. I'm just letting everybody know, Veach thinks he's a star. It's 4 o'clock on Friday, and Nate Taylor from The Athletic joins CDOT on The Drive. We are expected to be joined in studio by Nate Taylor of The Athletic coming up here in just a bit. One thing that Nate said that has really stood out to me over the course of the last couple of weeks is how this team needs to win in the postseason. He said this on Cody and Gold last week. Here's Nate Taylor. For the Chiefs, again, uh, as I wrote in The Athletic, the second half was about them playing their best version of Marty Ball. Yep hand the ball off, check that thing down, maybe get an explosive player to let the defense continue to make, uh, you know, counter-punching plays. And, you know, if you got to take the three, take the three because the defense is doing its job and you can rely on the defense and that's the unit you can trust the most. So my formula for the Chiefs has been very, very simple. Run the football, control the line of scrimmage, limit mistakes, and play good defense. You can label that Marty Ball if you like. This team is not able to go out there and put up the points the way that they have in years past. The formula in which this team is going to have to win is going to be drastically different than some of the Chiefs teams that we've seen in years past. I think for the most part, they have the pieces to run the kind of team that I think they should in order to advance in this postseason. But the biggest thing for this team is going to be limit mistakes. They are minus 11 in turnover differential. You're just not beating three straight playoff teams if you lose the turnover differential the way that this organization and this team has over the last four to five months or so. We welcome in Nate Taylor from The Athletic joining us in studio I am not counting the Chiefs off. I am still a believer in this Chiefs team. I have been preaching this for two months. I will continue to preach it. This team had a chance to beat Buffalo. They made a big mistake. They had a chance to beat Philadelphia. They made a big mistake. They had a chance to beat Detroit earlier in this season. They made mistakes late. Drops, penalties, and turnovers have cost this team at almost every single turn. They just got to fix one of them in the month of January, and that gives them a chance to beat any team in this postseason. Yeah, I agree, especially before the Super Bowl, right? If we're just sort of having this conversations, you know, about all the contenders in the AFC. Um, the penalties are probably the thing you can control the most because that is a effort, concentration, and technique issue. Um, obviously, if you're not trying at your absolute best, um, you can be late on things, which can cause penalties. Obviously, if you're not concentrating, you can hold instead of being uh, sound with your technique. Um, obviously, lining up, <laughs> you know, no pre-snap penalties, no illegal formations. Obviously, don't be offsides. Um, I think that's probably the thing they can control the most. Um, the Dolphins are pretty turnover dependent on defense, especially now without some of their um, notable pass rushers not being you know available in this game. I have no idea what to expect from Justin Houston. Um, but look, they still have a ball hawk to some degree in Jalen Ramsey. Um, so they're going to try to, I think, 
um, exploit the Chiefs' greatest weakness, which is their turnover issue. Um, so if you don't have penalties, you at least give yourself a chance to be in scoring range quite a bit. And um, I think the goal for the Chiefs is one turnover or zero. Um, if that occurs, I think they have a great chance of winning. It'll get more difficult as you move forward in the playoffs, Carrington. But for this type of game in these conditions, um, just don't have stupid penalties that put you backwards because, um, as you sort of said, and I tend to agree, they are not as talented to overcome you know, self-inflicting mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been one of their biggest problems. It's kind of like trying to fight against the wind that – this team will have a big play. Well, now it's first and 15 because you just had a false mm-hmm. start because you just had a holding penalty. They have just taken away a lot of positive plays by making negative plays that I don't expect this team to play a perfect brand of football the next three, four weeks. No team in the NFL is going to do that. Right. But you just can't you can't continue to create long scenarios for your offense And you also can't continue to put this defense in bad spots by turning the football over that I look at Mahomes last year. He had seven touchdowns, no interceptions that I, for the most part, have not blamed their quarterback for a lot of the things that have went wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't really look at this offense like they've put a whole lot around him. I just don't really know what you were expecting. But if this team is going to advance, you're going to need your quarterback to play how he played last year in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. He did not go out there and throw for 350 yards. He threw for less than 200 yards in the game. He made the plays when they needed him to. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. And when they needed a big run, he did it. Yeah. That is the formula they're going to need Patrick Mahomes to have over the next couple of weeks. That, That is such a great point because you also realize that, like, you don't have the veteran pass catcher like Juju Smith-Schuster, who had played in a number of playoff games before, obviously, last year's playoff run. Now you're replacing that player with Rasheed Rice, who will have his first playoff experience um, tomorrow night, again, in freezing uh, temperatures. So you, you, you know he's your most talented receiver, your most reliable, but again, he's never played on this big a stage. Um, and another difference is Mahomes is obviously healthier this time around. So he can use his legs. He can sort of manipulate and maneuver the pocket to give the Chiefs the best chance to move forward. Um, It's amazing that he was just incredibly efficient, especially in the second half against the Philadelphia Eagles of that Super Bowl. Um, Now it's going to be obviously a lot more windy. It's going to be colder. um, But Mahomes has had pretty good games in in cold conditions, obviously, um, most notably in the snow. So one thing that I think Chiefs fans – and the coaching staff kind of need to understand is Isaiah Pacheco doesn't fumble the ball much. For as rough and as rugged as he runs the football, he doesn't fumble. So if that trend continues in a game where tackling, blocking become even more paramount, um, you should lean on Isaiah Pacheco just as much as you lean on Patrick Mahomes um, because both of those guys I think are better at giving the ball to the other team than anybody else who was a skill position player for the Chiefs. Can you update us where we are in regards to health with the Kansas City Chiefs? I know a lot of guys didn't play last week, but we are entering, what, week 19 of the NFL season. They're certainly not nearly as banged up as Miami is coming into this game. Wanye Morris is out. We'll see what happens with Kadarius Toney. I saw that he was doubtful for the game. Just where are we at from a health injury standpoint heading into the playoffs? Um, it's going to be hard for Kadarius Tony not to just be in uniform, but if he, even if he is in uniform, what role will he have, right? So it, it's likely that he might not be able to go. Um, with Wanye Morris being out because of the concussion protocol, um, this is why they signed Donovan Smith after the draft for these particular games because he has the experience at left tackle uh, to help your team win a Super Bowl. He did it, obviously, in 2020 with Tom Brady as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has not played as well this season as he did that season. Um, but, again, without above-average pass rushers, Donovan Smith's performance will be important. And then I think for LeJarius Sneed, um, he's healthy. Uh, I'm incredibly interested to see how Travis Kelsey does from a route-running standpoint and if he has a little more juice to sort of have yards after the catch uh, if they are able to get him open uh, in the middle of the field pretty consistently. And, you know, even for even for guys like Trey Smith, right, I don't think fans maybe 
understood that Trey Smith was playing with an ankle injury, a knee injury. Um, you know, Jawan Taylor got rolled up on in the Charger game last week. Uh, obviously, he's going to play right tackle. Uh, but even for guys like, you know, Trey Smith, uh, he should feel as good as he can feel <laughs> this late in the season. So even for the guys who aren't prominent on the injury report, you understand that um, by and large, they're a healthy team. This is what you could have asked for. And instead of going into the year thinking, man, if they could just get Kadarius Tony to the playoffs healthy, they found a, a, a nice backup, which is Rasheed Rice healthy. Um, I don't think there's anything – I don't think there's any issues with his hamstring. It's just one of those things where it's like, what hurts the most? And we have to put something on the injury report. He could have played um, last week had they needed him against the Chargers. Uh, so now, again, you're relying on Rasheed Rice uh, to be productive, to be a guy that moves the chains on third down. But I don't really see any any issues with the team as a whole other than Donovan Smith hasn't played in five, six weeks now. Um, and he's coming back in the playoffs, but at least he's not facing Miles Garrett on Saturday night. He's not facing TJ Watt. He's facing Justin Houston, who is just learning the playbook. Obviously, you don't want anybody to be injured, but you know the one complaint I've had over the course of the season is there's just too many mouths to feed, that the Chiefs are trying to mm. get seven, eight guys. Is this a good thing? No Sky Moore for this game, no Kadarius Tony for this game, no Jarek McKinnon for this game. It really feels like you're going to have to lock into your best players and figure things out. Like, I was encouraged by the way that McCole Hardman yeah. played. If you want to talk mm -hmm. about upside, he has more upside than Sky Moore, more upside than Kadarius Tony. If he's now going to be your gadget player and get three to five touches in this game, I think he can be a positive for this team offensively, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the best version of the Kansas City Chiefs offense after having last week off so you get a chance to rest up. And you're just not going to have as many mouths to feed in the offense because of the injuries of where we are in the season. Yeah. Um, I would like to remind people that uh, in the Frankfurt game, Patrick Mahomes was 20 of 30. Uh, no, uh, actually two touchdowns, no interceptions. Obviously, there was a strip sack in the second half. Of those 20 completions, Carrington, he completed a pass to nine different receivers. And that's sort of they're like, oh, this is our most like, you know, uh, dream scenario, our most ideal version of the offense. They scored 14 points. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. 14 points. Like, <laughs> like, I remember Matt Nagy being like, no, no, no. We, we're just going to spread it around. You're not going to know who's going to get the ball next. Yeah, 20 completions to nine different people no one had more than three catches in that game for uh 185 yards it was 6.2 yards an attempt yes uh it should be get travis kelsey going hit marquez valdez scantlin at least one time downfield maybe do the same with you know justin watson who you can sort of rely on on certain down and distances and rasheed rice that's it Everybody else is serviceable or, okay, if someone needs a breather, you have McColl who's earned the chance to be that sort of that fifth guy in the rotation. But I only think you can rely on five guys. I mean, you might want to sprinkle something to Noah Gray. He's pretty reliable. I understand that. Um, but really, you're leaning on Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice, and then you're asking from, you're asking from Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, Justin Watson, and, Mark, and excuse me, McColl Hardman can you give us serviceable snaps? Can you give us one or two completions that aren't necessarily highlights? I mean, it'd be great if they were, but you can keep the offense going, keep the offense in rhythm um, to where the Dolphins don't have to just put all their attention on Travis Kelsey or Rasheed Rice. I think it's a five-man rotation, and that's a lot better than trying to spread the ball around to nine different guys when your season's on the line. Right now, we're joined in studio by Nate Taylor of The Athletic going through Super Wildcard Weekend, Chiefs and Dolphins. I just don't trust Miami. Miami played six games against playoff teams this year. They had Buffalo, Philadelphia, Kansas City, <laughs> Baltimore, and Dallas. They had a negative 91-point differential That's in crazy. those games. They were plus 196 against all the other teams on their schedule. 
I've said this all year. Miami is really good against bad football teams, but when they have played teams that can fight back and punch back, they just haven't really been that good. So you're asking me for a team that has a quarterback in his first postseason start. Yes. They're going to be going into dangerously cold temperatures. They're as banged up and as wounded as they've been, coming off the disappointment of not winning their division, not being the two seed. I think that team rallies to now go on the road and win a postseason game. It's just really hard for me to see Miami winning this football game without some clear help from Kansas City, oh. which could happen. Kansas City yes. turns it over a couple times. They make mistakes. They have a unnecessary penalty or holding or something like that. I'm just not sure if Miami can beat Kansas City straight up. Um, Jalen Waddle has a knee injury, Carrington. Or excuse me, he has an ankle injury on the injury report. He's questionable. Um, we all believe Tyreek Hill is going to play. We know how tough he is. But he's got an ankle and a quad injury. Um, Raheem Mostert uh, had an amazing year. You know, has the all-time record for most touchdowns scored by a player in Dolphins franchise history. He's got a knee and an ankle injury. Um, they're going to need help, and they're going to need one of the most magnificent performances from Tua Tonga-Vailoa that we've ever seen in an NFL context. Now, um, you could say, well, hey, they still have Devon Aitchant. They still have the dynamic rookie running back. But also, similar to Rasheed Rice, he's a rookie. He's never played in a playoff game. Um, I don't know how comfortable the Dolphins are going to be to run their sort of speed version of the Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan offense when it's when it's just bitter cold. I mean, we just haven't seen it, right? So there are so many obstacles beyond just the Chiefs defense. I haven't even gotten to them, you're right. <laughs> like, they have so many injuries. They need their quarterback to be exceptional. Uh, they need to somehow not be able to replicate what they're going to be playing in from a condition standpoint, but, you know, supersede it in a sort of non-traditional manner for a South Florida team. And then, oh, by the way, you have to play the, the team that has the the second best scoring average in the NFL on defense. So, and they're playing at home, and it's going to be loud. I know, uh, I know what the ticket market situation is. It's very, it's very odd uh, to see playoff games. It ain't odd. It's cold. Nobody wants to sit out well, there. Well, I mean, it's odd to see playoff tickets go for less than like, you know, fifty bucks. But Nate, with- they are describing it as dangerously cold. <laughs> Anytime you put dangerous in front of something. People there's are not signing be. up to go dangerously nah, cold is nah, how they're describing it tomorrow. Windshield minus 30. It's Arctic temperatures out there. I'm not surprised that people are like, you know, I don't watch that game at home. I'm not surprised I mean, at all. It is nice. Or, or, or a bar, or, you know. But there's got to be 80,000 of us, right, who are, just, who are just NFL films. Think about the old days, man. Like, I'm not saying take your shirt off, but, like, the beer will keep you warm. They're they going to let y'all bring cardboard in. <laughs> <laughs> there just got to be eighty thousand of us who are crazy enough uh, to, you know, of my of my peers in my community to be willing to scream this team onto the divisional round. I, I think it'll still be loud. I think it'll be loud too. But somebody uh, has to go for the television show. I'm hey, hey. I, I applaud if you are going out there, yo. I applaud you. You, you have I, a you level have, of dedication yes. and commitment to the Chiefs yes. that I just don't have. I'm not going to the football game. I don't have any interest. I got two tickets. I'm telling you, I gave those tickets away. I asked Rob, you want to go? He said no immediately. I don't want them. Get them out of my possession. Um, it's <laughs> I love the text line. The beer's going to be frozen. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. Hey, get you some hot chocolate and, and mix it up. Um, I, I just love that I get the opportunity to see what this is like in – um, you know, the coldest game I've ever covered was last year. I think it was Christmas Eve against the Seattle Seahawks. That was kind of in like, you know, single digit weather. Um, but it wasn't at night. <laughs> it wasn't with your season literally on the line. Um, I just I just want to believe that we love football so much in this in this country that there are 80,000 people who are willing to say I was there the night, you know, uh, <laughs> everything was frozen. And we and we got through it in a in a four and a half hour sort of activity. Um, I don't know what the tailgate situation is going to be like, but all of this is to say is that like nothing is here for Miami to to thrive on. Nothing is here for Miami to sort of feel great. Um, they had a chance to play a home playoff game. Now they're playing in the worst conditions of the entire weekend. 
of perhaps the season, of perhaps the history of the NFL. Uh, yeah, they're gonna need they're gonna need so much help, and they're gonna need a. I think ultimately the playoffs come down to two people when you start pontificating: the head coach and the quarterback. I know Mike McDaniel's a really good coach, but I gotta see greatness. On I gotta see greatness tomorrow. I don't know what you can find on film or or what sort of secret tactics or trick plays or whatever, but I, I got to see greatness out there. And from Tua, I'm not asking you to be better than Patrick Mahomes tomorrow, but I am asking you to go above what is expected of you because that's what it's going to take, in my estimation, for the Dolphins to win because I just think the Chiefs are a better team in normal conditions if it's a level playing field. We kind of saw that in Germany, and now you're asking them to – to go above and beyond what is uh, what is usually the case. So I think a lot of things are in the Chiefs' favor. Uh, but to your point, Carrington, if they let this team hang around, they will have nobody to blame but themselves if it's late in the fourth quarter and it's tight. I just don't even trust Miami's offense. Like, when I look at Kansas City's offense, I've seen their offense over the last four or five years mm-hmm. score against any defense you tell me was good. Yeah. Last year, San Francisco's defense, everyone was high on them. This Chiefs offense scored a lot of points. Buffalo's defense, they've scored on that team. Philadelphia, last year in the Super Bowl. Like, I've seen them score points. Miami has only scored over 21 points against one postseason team, and that was on a last-second field goal yeah. against Dallas. Like, even for an offense who was mm. third in the NFL and A-Chain was really good and Raheem Mostert was really good this year and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, this offense didn't score a whole lot of points against capable defenses. So, again, you factor in the cold, you factor in all of your first postseason game, how I think Arrowhead is going to be even despite the temperatures, and you're expecting this Dolphins team to score 24, 27 points, possibly necessary to go out and win this game? I'm just not believing it. It's 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 hard to it's hard to contemplate, especially because everybody except for Chris Jones is uh, rested and has had multiple more than the usual week to prepare for the Dolphins. Right. Um, You know, this was the most likelihood of the matchups that were possible um, heading into Sunday's game uh, a week ago, um, even with, you know, Tennessee sort of uh, making things interesting with them beating Jacksonville. The. The thing that I cannot that I cannot just get out of my head is um, Robert Hunt. He's the left guard for the Miami Dolphins. Good luck. Chris Jones is going to be across from you all the time. Uh, I think they will probably attack Austin Jackson, uh, the right tackle for the Miami Dolphins. That is a Charles Aminihue, uh, George Carlitis, Mike Dana, you know, trifecta. Like they're going to be trying to to get to Tua through that sort of possibility. So the right side of the of the offensive line for the Miami Dolphins is is uh, susceptible. You know, even Liam Etchenberg, who I really enjoy watching when he was coming out of the draft, uh, you know, he is basically their, their center. Um, you know, even he is, I believe, I'm looking at this now, he's questionable, right? Um, well, I guess he's, he, he's expected to play, but obviously he's dealing with um, – let me get this. He's dealing with a calf and an ankle injury. So uh, he's not 100%. I just think uh, Chris Jones will garner much of the attention, which I think will lead to Karloftis getting some wins. Uh, I think Charles Aminihue is a better player now than he was in Germany. That was, I believe, his third game back from the suspension. So he was still trying to get into a groove of things. And you can still move Mike Dana inside if you want to have Chris Jones be outside. So um, that isn't even take into effect the blitzes. But you can't operate on offense if you can't win up front. And I do think the Chiefs, who have the most sacks in the NFL this season, uh, through their just four-man pass rush and through the creativity of Steve Spagnuolo's blitzes, I do think they can put some pressure on Tua. And the question becomes, if you're successful on first down, that likely means you're going to get to third and longs, and that could could really lean right into the Chiefs' hands on defense. So – um, I'd be surprised if the Dolphins scored 24 points. Hell, I'd be surprised if the Chiefs scored 24 points. But I do agree with you that uh, more trust should be put on the Chiefs' defense right now than the Dolphins' defense. 
Is it not crazy that I am more worried about Devon A. Chain in this game than I'm worried about Tyreek Hill? No. Just number one wide receivers have not really beat no. Kansas City, and I Mm-mm. think you can run on the Chiefs. Like, if you're asking me going into this game, who is more likely to have 100 yards? I think the answer is A. Chain over Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's, it's, especially if it's, if you want to consider all-purpose for, for A. Chain, um, you know, catching some passes out of the backfield. Um, yeah, this this could be a game where because of the win factor – um, because it is so cold, you know, obviously receivers might have some issues catching the football. We all need to go into the game understanding that. Uh, then it might be a screen game or a bubble screen game, or how can you get to the quick short passes and hope that you can get yards after the catch because of, again, the conditions being so um, so difficult compared to most games. But, yeah, uh, LeJarrius need is excellent. I know the All-Pro uh, honors got – uh, put out a little bit ago, I was surprised to see that Legereus Need um, was not a part of the All Pro team because I just think he's been arguably the best pure coverage corner in the in the league this season. I'm not talking about interceptions. I'm not talking about like splashy highlight plays. I'm just saying line up and cover that guy. He's been the best this season. Uh, this is via Next Gen Stats. Legereus Need in a contract year, by the way did not allow a single touchdown across 90 targets as the nearest defender this season. That is the third most among any player since 2016, which is when next-gen stats tracking data began. So, um, obviously, that includes him covering Tyreek Hill for a decent amount of the first matchup. Uh, It's either going to be Tyreek Hill or it's either going to be Trent McDuffie if if they want to line up Tyreek Hill uh, in the slot, which seems to suggest that, like, yeah, you should kind of be scared of Inche because he's got a uh, similar speed to Tyreek Hill. And uh, I think if the Chiefs don't have their three best linebackers on the field, that could lead to some issues. Um, I know Nick Bolton is probably their best tackling linebacker, but I think for the speed that the Dolphins present, um, your best all-around linebackers for this game are probably – Willie Gay, and Drew Tranquil. So Steve Spagnuolo's got to find a good rotation for all of them to play a decent amount of snaps. Um, yeah, I, I just think Tyreek Hill, again, dealing with a quad, dealing with an ankle, um, and the coldness, how effective is he going to be compared to what he was when he was fully healthy going into the game in Germany? Uh, again, it's a lot to ask, um, but I won't be surprised if Tyreek Hill is just sort of removed from the game beyond just one or two deep shots and hope that you know, he can uh, come down with one of those passes. But I think throwing deep is going to be hard tomorrow just because it'll be more windy than it usually is inside Arrowhead. Right now, we're joined in studio by Nate Taylor of The Athletic. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk about the return of Tyree Kill and the football gods. They owed us this one. Tyree Kill had to play a game this season at Arrowhead, and it worked out. We got Nate Taylor in studio. Keep it right here. It's the drive. You're listening to The Drive. Catch insider Nate Taylor with Cody and Gold every Tuesday at 1 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kansas City, it's Brett Veach. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Nate Taylor of The Athletic. I'm saying this as someone who loves the National Football League. I understand that the Chiefs would have had an easier path had the final week of the regular season gone a different way. But I really wanted Tyreek to come back to Arrowhead, (laughs) man. I think that's what this week is about. This week is about seeing Matthew Stafford go back to Detroit. Seeing Tyreek have to go back to Arrowhead. Seeing that the fact that the Packers could maybe end Mike McCarthy's time as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't even think about that. There's a lot of great storylines this week. There is. I am excited that Tyreek is coming back. Of course. What kind... What what vibe did you get from the players this week when you were in the locker room about Tyreek coming back? Mm-hmm. And how do you think Tyreek is going to be perceived and received, I guess, at Arrowhead? So everybody that I talked to in the locker room about Tyreek Hill, Trey McDuffie, Willie Gay, Charles Aminahue, Justin Reed, um, they all don't want to say it, but you kind of – you kind of know what's coming across, which is there's no way in bleeping hell we're letting this man come back into the stadium and be the reason that we lose this game. So they're going to put a lot of emphasis on where he is, again, at all times. They felt like they did a pretty admirable job. You know, I think Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill had 62 yards in the first matchup. Didn't have a touchdown, of course. Let me cut you off really quickly. I'm just curious to ask this. What do you think the relationship is like between Patrick and Tyreek? Because he has always appeared to be very close with Travis Kelsey. It never feels like they had, they're like, I feel like Patrick and Travis are friends. And Patrick and Tyreek were co-workers. Those are two completely different dynamics. I think Patrick and Travis will be friends for the rest of their lives. I mean, I I just, they have a true bromance. Um, You know, they they relate to one another in a way that... um, it's, it's obviously, I've written about it quite a bit in The Athletic. The thing with Tyreek was, was that Tyreek was getting, and I know this sounds a bit strange, but Tyreek was getting really fond of Alex Smith because in 2017, Alex Smith had arguably the best season of his career, um, and Tyreek Hill had sort of exploded into being the true downfield threat that the Chiefs uh, hoped he would develop into being. In comes Patrick Mahomes, and of course, they have a spaceship of an offense in 2018, um, but I do, I do understand as to your point, Carrington, about like the coworker situation, th- one of the most turbulent off seasons in, in the franchise history was in 2019 when the team didn't know if he was going to be on the team, when the league was trying to decipher whether or not he violated the league's personal conduct policy. Uh, obviously there was legal aspects involved and the chiefs told Patrick, stop talking to him. Like, like. Advice, and that's not just the that's to most people. Like, they advised him that, like, hey, until this gets cleared out, until we figure out, like, what the future's going to be, like, it's probably not in your best interest to to communicate with him. And I know that's why Tyreek feels, to some degree, a little bit salty about it because um, that is your coworker. But football is such – football is such a sport built on brotherhood and family and, like, you know, uh, obviously going through adversity together, trying to overcome adversity together, and how football is supposed to be a mirror of, you know, our everyday lives. Um, so there's there's obviously some honesty to when he says, when Tyreek says he felt like the side chick or the third wheel or, you know, whichever sort of cliche you want to go to. Um, but I also know that the, that the issue became a little bit more fraught when – Hey man, call 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 Tyreek and, and try to explain to him that like Travis is not the highest paid receiver and like your money's gonna kick in, but it's gonna kick in a lot later when like the cap is gonna be ballooning and there's gonna be new TV money and like he doesn't have to be the highest paid receiver just because Devontae Adams got that deal and Patrick tried and Tyreek said I want what I believe I deserve in part because of what happened in 2019. So you understand it, at least I do, objectively from everybody's viewpoint. Um, and then Tyreek saying, look, I want to already have a house here in Miami. I've already built relationships. This is where I train in the offseason. Like, 
Mike McDaniels really wants me to come aboard. Like, I, I, I need to be traded, and I want to be, I want to be given the amount of respect and value that I can't get here. So they do talk. Travis and and Tyreek talk. I think more than Tyreek and Patrick, but Patrick and Tyreek talk to some degree. Uh, I think it's cordial for the most part. But man, Patrick was not. Patrick was not thrilled. And okay, well, we got to trade you because like. We're, we're about trying to do this together. I thought we were going to be a dynasty and you were going to be a major part of it. We only won one Super Bowl together. And we obviously got to play in two. We all know why they lost in that game. But, man, like, you don't – I want you to be a part of this. And Tyreek made a decision that is totally his prerogative. And it upset Chiefs fans. It upset my sister. Which is <laughs> the best – the best story I have is my sister, Denise Miller, uh, Got a Tyreek Hill signed. I think, I think it was a Tyreek Hill jersey. I can't remember if it was signed, but she got it for Christmas. The man wasn't on the roster four months later. Furious. So I get it, but for Patrick, I don't think he'll ever be as close as he is to Travis. Um, and I hopefully explained as best I could in, in a limited amount of time all the reasons for why that is the case. Do you think there is a love there between Chiefs fans and Tyreek? <sighs> Because I'm just saying is if, if we are just kind of like, depends on how this game goes. Like if we are making a list of yeah. best Chiefs players of the last 20, 25 years. Right. The short list includes Tyreek Hill. He is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer when he is done playing football. Yes. Right. Now, I don't know which team he is going to show more favor towards mm. whenever he is done. It could be the Dolphins. He had his best season this year with the Dolphins. But he obviously hasn't had the team success in Miami the way that he has in Kansas City. Do you think the Chiefs fans love Tyreek? No. And when you say love, I'm trying to equate that to Lynn Dawson, Derek Thomas, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. Hell, even Dante Hall, as weird as that sounds, like, do they love him to the same degree as all those people I just mentioned? No, not at that level. So I, I think the answer is I think the answer is no. You appreciate um Let me ask you about Chris Jones. Did. Oh, Chiefs fans will love Chris Jones. What if he leaves this offseason on a tag and trade? We all know why. Okay. We, I, I, I mean, I would. I hope that fans are educated enough to to understand why this might be the last. year I think for the answer is no on Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. Really? I don't think Chris Jones can ever get it back after he went to the game and sat with his agents. I think that image, that image to me put a ceiling on because we talked about this earlier in the week. There is a tier. Mahomes is on his own tier by himself. There's yeah, no other person on that tier. Right. Yeah. And then there's tier two. Derek, like Derek Thomas, Derek Johnson, Jamal Charles, Travis yeah. Kelsey, Neil and, Smith. Yeah, the list yeah. goes on. Yes. And then there's like another tier, like another level. You like them. They played for the team. But like, like five years from now, Chris Jones is not somebody that I think we're going to see a lot of jerseys around town for. I don't know. I mean, Chris is personable. He's obviously got a, a, a jovial personality. He's really, really good. <laughs> like, like extremely good. He's obviously helped. He was our best defensive player the last two years um, and obviously was a major reason why they went to the Super Bowl and obviously became Super Bowl champions, um, you know, two of the last four years. I, I think they're – I mean, it's just hard. Chris Jones kind of said everything Chiefs fans wanted him to say. I will. I am a Chief for life. I will never play for another team. And to your point, he said, yeah. he said, he said yeah. that sweet. He, he said all of those <laughs> things, and then it became a chance for you to show how, how you really felt about the organization. Right. Then you were very difficult to deal with the negotiation. Yeah. But let's continue this conversation on the other side. I want to get your official prediction on Saturday's game and also the rest of the games in the Super Wild Card Weekend. We got Nate Taylor in studio. Keep it right here, so drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by De Pasquale Moore. Remember, Mike's got this. Don't forget to catch Odyssey NFL insider Peter King every Tuesday at 4 p.m. right here on 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Kansas City, it's Trent McDuffie. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, so Nate Taylor, let's do this. Let's go through the games in order and get your thoughts for Super Wild Card Weekend. Yes. Let's start with the first game of the weekend. Mm. We have the Texans and the Browns. I think this game is going to be fun. Rob has been making fun of me all week for this opinion. I think it's going to be like 27, 21. Really fun. He talks about this game like it's Rams Lions. He's like, oh, it's going to be so great. It's going to be so awesome. You don't want to watch Joe Flacco throw two picks and two two touchdowns? I'm just saying. two quarters? (laughs) Historically, the Saturday afternoon slate and playoff football wildcard weekend stinks. But this is C.J. Stroud's turn. This is the Nile Davis Memorial No One Cares game. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, Brian Hoyer ain't, ain't one of the quarterbacks. Um, look, man. Isn't he? Isn't that Joe Flacco in the same person? We're not going to disrespect <laughs> yeah, Joe Flacco come on. Or Brian Hoyer. Hey, hey, Joe, we need, we, need, we need a touchdown on this drive. Cool. I'm throwing deep four times. You're like, great. Entertaining. Let I me, love it. Let me ask you guys this question. If Joe Flacco takes the Browns to the Super Bowl, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's all of yes. too. Yes. <laughs> Go Joe Flacco. Go Joe. I mean, also, if the Browns win and somehow the Steelers win, Browns Chiefs next week. I'll, I'd be cool with that, you know. Um, it'll be fascinating to see what C.J. Stroud does, but, like, I know who the better team is. It's the one that has Miles Garrett terrifying on the other side of the ball. So I think the Browns will win, but, yeah, it should be a fun game. Why are you hating, Rob? Jeez. He's a hater. That's all he's been doing. You ain't, this you ain't ready to watch the first playoff game? <laughs> That's all he's been doing. Uh, let's go to Sunday. The first game is Bills and Steelers. I've heard a lot of, hey, Pittsburgh could pull off this upset sentiment over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. The face that you're making makes me think that you think that Pittsburgh could maybe do something in this game. Hey, don't doubt Mike Tomlin now. Even without, even, I'm, I'm doubting Mason Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, doubting. Okay. I'm not doubting Mike fair. Tomlin. Totally fair. But also... Josh Allen can have three three turnovers in that game, and I totally believe it. Um, it's also funny, too. Like, it, there are cold – obviously, their conditions are going to be super cold, too. Is Josh Allen a good football player in the cold? Because I don't think he, he is. Like, he lost the game when it was, like, you know, negative temperatures against New England. Um, you know, it's uh, it didn't go well. Uh, or he, I mean, they barely beat the the Ravens in Buffalo a couple years ago. That was the last time we really saw Lamar in the postseason. He's not like, he's not as consistent in the cold, even though he has a rocket arm. So, 
Um, I know who the better coach is. It's Mike Tomlin by a mile. Um, but yeah, it could be. It could be the the Steelers could be frisky in the third quarter. But I, I do think the Bills will probably win. Let's move to the second game of Sunday between the Cowboys and the Packers. I think the Packers are kind of lively in this game. I haven't heard many people say this. For all the love that people have thrown on Trevor Lawrence in the last couple of years, this year Jordan Love threw for more yards than Trevor Lawrence ever has in an NFL season and mm. threw over 30 touchdown passes. Mm. Jordan Love is the quarterback that people keep telling me that Trevor Lawrence is. I think that they're viable. I like their head coach. I like their quarterback. You're going in there with absolutely nothing to lose in this scenario. You want to talk about house money. The fact that Green Bay even made the postseason this year is house yeah. money. I think that Green Bay is going to make this game really interesting i say this every time this time of year come on dak come on dak there's got to be one magical postseason running you baby come on take them to the nfc championship game at least i i do think matt lafleur has done an incredible job <sighs> i'm gonna trust dak prescott cd lamb and Micah Parsons. That's I'm gonna trust those guys at home. Um, but yeah, I'm nervous, Carrington. I'm nervous because I've seen it. We've all seen it. Obviously, come on, Dak. Just give us just give us one good postseason run, man. Um, you think he's got one good postseason run? He's got to he have one be, in him. He could be Matt Ryan. Matt yeah. Ryan. Matt Ryan had, had one. one. Come had on, Dak. Went to the Super give Bowl. Give us one, baby. You gotta be like I. Uh, Jordan Love has been, been really good in the, second, really good this the year. second half of the season. Um, you got to think, he's been really good, and Christian Watson has hurt every other game. Right, and he's They still haven't been... had the full complement of the running mm -hmm. game. Like, Jordan Love has had a really, really strong season. Let me ask you this. Let's say that the Packers pull off this upset, and they are the conversation of Super Wild Card Weekend. Yep. Who's the Cowboys coach on Wednesday? Jim Harbaugh. Wow. You think McCarthy is playing these Smoked. next four jobs? Smoked. I'm sorry. Have you, like... The crazy thing about this last couple days is how many teams have been like, okay, we know Jim Harbaugh wants to come to the NFL. Get him out of here. Get him out. Like, you know, we just want to have a conversation, a drink with, with Jim Harbaugh. Um, yeah, you can't lose to the Packers. You can't lose to the seventh seed at home, man. No, no. I don't care how it happens. Well, I mean, obviously if they're like mass, you know, a litany of injuries, okay, that's one thing. But like if everybody's healthy – and y'all just, like, disappoint again at home? Yeah, if I was Jerry Jones, nah, Jim Harbaugh would be on the phone right after, you know, the post-game, you know, media stuff. But, like, yeah, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, everybody thinks Jim Harbaugh's got the, the clearest line to the Chargers, but I know who could outbid the Chargers for a coaching salary, and that's that's Jerry Jones. So uh, that's, that's the name that immediately comes to mind if that position does come open. Rams-Lions, Sunday night. This is the marquee game of the weekend, in my opinion. So many storylines on both sides. I think Matt Stafford's going in there breaking hearts. I think the, I think the Rams are going to win this game. I think they're the better team right now. The uh, I, I, I understand what Detroit was trying to do last week and just, yeah. hey, we want to play through it and we don't. I think not having a fully healthy Sam Laporta is going to be a major difference in this game. I like the Rams to go on the road and pull off the upset. And weirdly enough, because of that, I do think the Rams have better options to move the football for Matthew Stafford. It is a it is a grim situation, man. The Lions, you know, we all most of us watched the 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 Barry Sanders documentary, and it brought a lot of old memories back. But then you realize, damn, they ain't won a home playoff game since what nineteen ninety what? So I do get the sense that like. Man, uh, Sean McVay is cooking it up. And Matthew Stafford has uh, Kane Williams, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. Demarcus Robinson is balling. Um, D-Rob's not that bad if he's your, like, fourth or fifth option. He's their third, he's their third receiver. Yeah, he's not that bad. And he's really good this year. They still got 2-2 Atwell. I mean, they, they just have more players to actually spread the ball around. And for as good as I think Detroit's pass rush is, uh, their secondary can still be uh, a little bit leaky. So the the Rams have more experience. They probably have the better coach in this situation. 
And there's a reason they made the trade because they have the better quarterback too, even though I love what Jared Goff has done this season. I'll get you out of here with this. I think the Buccaneers are going to pull off the upset on Monday. Whoa! This is why. You do this for a living. Wow. This is, this, is this is literally what you do for a living. Nate Whoa. Taylor from okay. the Okay. Wow. I think that one of your colleagues is cooking up a story that will come oh, out you on know Thursday it. <laughs> about what's going wrong with the Eagles. That's what I think is happening. I think in, in like two or three days, we are going to read a long story <laughs> about all the stuff we don't know about the this Eagles and so what's true. gone wrong. I think that's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot stress enough how true this is. If the Eagles flame out Something's in the wrong. first round. It's, it's obvious something is wrong with Philadelphia. Wow. Um, you could sense it yesterday from Jason Kelsey on their podcast yeah, that something yeah, is wrong with Philadelphia. They're, yeah, they're definitely nervous. And again, another coach who should be on his P's and Q's Monday night. Nick Sirianni, baby, like, whoo, they will come for your neck if you get beat by, you know, a, and I think people need to understand this too, um, Baker Mayfield is injured. He's playing hurt. So he's not even playing healthy and as, as effective as he was, especially towards the course of the middle of the season. I mean, Mike Evans, he'll do it to you. <laughs> he'll do it to you, Carrington, if you let him. I mean, they can't cover anybody, Carrington. That's so if they can't get pressure, they they don't have a chance. And I guess this is one of those games where you say, all right, Jalen Hurts, like, carry us. Like, please get us to at least the second round of the playoffs. But I I want to give Philly the benefit of the doubt. But also, man, they are in free fall. So who knows? Maybe the extra day gives them a bonus, gives them a little bit of a lift. Uh, but, yeah, it could definitely go sour. And I'm surprised you're picking Tampa Bay. I'm still kind of leading Philly. But I do know if, like, that thing starts to unravel, Nick Sirianni might not be the coach in a week uh, just because uh, how did you let this talented of a team sort of not perform when it needed to be at its best, you know, obviously heading into the postseason. That is our guy, Nate Taylor of The Athletic, joining us in studio to go through Super Wild Card Weekend. Nate, we appreciate you, my man. Yeah, of course. Can't wait to uh, – Tell you next week what it was like to to be on the field when it was, you know, two degrees outside. Well, my brother, let me tell you to stay warm. That's going to be my advice to you covering this game. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll get to the top stories and get you ready for Chiefs and Dolphins. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.